This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, part of the TalkSport Fans Network and powered by the best of Barnsley. And before we start, a huge congratulations to Lee Barber, uh, who's obviously involved with the best of Barnsley, on the birth of his first son yesterday. And straight into it then, uh, as always, from the wrong side of the Pennines, but everything he said is absolutely spot on. From the Tykes blog, vlog and opposition views, he does everything, this man. It's Ian. Ian, how are we doing? Very well, Carlo. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. And of course, uh, co-presenter. Some say that uh, his skin has the texture of a dolphin's beak. And if you tune into 88.4 FM anywhere in the world, you can hear his thoughts. Now, that's scary. It's Steve Andrews. Steve, I know you can't. we can't see you, but are you with us? <laughs> what with my dolphins beat? Yeah, that, I don't know where you've got that one from, but I like it. It's more like wet and dry sandpaper at minute, but go on, crack on. <laughs> so, um, let's talk. I mean, on paper, you could say, Ian, nil-nil against Bolton, not much to talk about. But I think um, we, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. I think for Barnsley, it's... Um, the priority at the moment is to find a way of playing without Thomas, which obviously is, is out for a while, because mm-hmm. I think defensively we're looking all right. We, you know, we've reduced him to literally a chance in, in either half. It's up front, isn't it? it, it it's um, service to the to the strikers that's, that, that's maybe causing a little bit of a problem at the moment. Yeah, I mean, look, you're not you're not going to go to Bolton, who've won five out of six home games and only conceded three goals, and go and try and play too expansive because they they probably beat you. Although they they were poor as well on Saturday. Um, Duff, so Duff was always kind of thinking, let's get a point. If we get a point, great. Um, and defensively, we were superb. I thought Mads Anderson was colossal. I thought he was super. The the, the whole back three were. Um, but I, like I said, we spoke before we come on air that there's just one niggling thing with me. I, I just, since Thomas has gone out, we look a lot less uh, ineffective up front. Uh, and I know everybody was off against Exeter, so it was hard to tell. But I, I just I just felt up to a point we were really good. I thought Connell and Benson in the middle worked the nuts off. They were great uh, at what they did. 
But it was what getting over that halfway line, it fell apart and there was no creativity. And then front three never got a sniff for 90 minutes and they were living off scraps. And for me, brilliant that we're hard to beat. And uh, defensively, we looked really sound. I thought Edwards was superb at right back. A real upgrade on Jordan Williams. Get Cadden on the left. I think that's a great three or five, I suppose. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I think Duff needs to solve this conundrum about who's going to play that Thomas role because HSN, it's not worked in the last two games for me. And got two big games coming up that um, we need to kind of win at Markham and we, we need to create something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, big question mark. So who's going to fill Thomas's boots for me? Yeah, he's obviously tinkering with different players in different positions, Steve, with, with Tom Atchwood starting on the right and uh, Zayed Lekachi starting on the left. Um, was it Bolton that sort of nullified the threat or did it, did you feel it was maybe us, not maybe not the right people in the, in, in the right sort of places or positions? Because we didn't create much, did we, to try and, and, and get anything from the match? Well, from from what I said, not blowing my own trumpet from the last episode... I obviously said that moving on from a tremendous win midweek, which we had a tremendous win midweek, so I were right there for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that if Josh uh, Josh Martin can sort of make a name for himself, would he not deserve a start? And I think that's that personally, and I agree with what Ian said, is what we, we were lacking. Um, Atchison's not that type of player. He's not a Thomas type of player. So to expect him to to fill Thomas's shoes is is wrong anyway. Um, I think that Norwood shouldn't have started. I think he's better coming in off the bench. Uh, and if you're going to go with, you know, somebody up top, it's got to be Devante Cole. Um, and I would, as I said, I would have started Josh Martin uh, in that Thomas role. Um, because it was, like you said, lacking creativity. But having said that, both teams on the day, I thought, were poor. Yeah. I didn't think it was a very good advertisement for football. But having said that, I think because of the position we're both in in the league, they were both probably scared of, of losing more than wanting to go out and win. Bolton did what the best they could to frustrate us. I thought referee were poor. Mm. Um but no, there were just nothing from midfield going to the front two, three. But did we not have this conversation exactly the same 12 months since and 12 months before that? Yeah. It seems to be a recurring a recurring trend with us that we we lack the ability to feed the front two or three. And, um, and it's, it, it's something he tried look again, didn't it? Because at halftime, Nicky Cannon came on for Lakechi, who... In fairness, they didn't see much of the ball in the first half. And then, um, I know on 81 minutes, you, you can't do much. But Benson came off, Kane came on. And Jack Aitchison came off in the 66 minutes for Josh Martin. Now, uh, I'm very much with Steve. From what I've seen, and maybe it was poor opposition, but still, Josh Martin, a fully fit and, and match fit of Josh Martin, to me, is he needs a regular run, doesn't he? So surely to, to, to get to his best, because is it is he made for that role, Ian? Maybe on that on, on the left hand side, sort of like you know going past players and, and putting in crosses and, and, and providing service for the strikers. Yeah, I, I was quite enthused when they when they come off the bench because I thought that, um, Bolton were running out of ideas. Like Steve said, they were poor as well. I lost count of the times they just knocked the ball straight out of play, 
Um, they've gone right off the ball in the last three games. Um, and it would have been a great opportunity to have nicked that in the last 10 minutes. I, looking at the squad that's been playing in this Papa John's, and I know it's been against lesser opposition, uh, but but the way they played against Newcastle under-21s and the way they played against Doncaster, some be- brilliant free-flowing football. And I think it is maybe time that um, the likes of Martin get, get a full game. I agree with Steve about Norwood. I think after 20, 25 minutes, I, I was thinking he's either going to get hooked off or sent off because he just looked completely like two yards off, off the game, off the pace. He got into it a bit later on, but um, I'd, have gone for, um, I'd have gone for more of a counter-attack with a bit of pace and hit them, um, soak it up and then hit them where you can't really do that with Norwood. And he is more of an impact player off the bench. Is that your argument then, Ian, for JLo having a go? Yeah, I would. Have, I'd have even. I think. I think. I'd love to have seen him come on for the last fifteen minutes, and a lot of people were saying the same in the ground. And I just, but I think other key areas were 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 more pressing. So Benson was running out of steam. They had to put Kane on. So I think he he was a bit more. His position wasn't as. As important if they were chasing the game at one nil down put him on but i think that's why he didn't go on because other players were blowing a little bit yeah and um, i think if there's no service from the midfield you need to remedy that before you go and start changing your strikers because like i said they're feeding off scraps yeah. and are you going to risk a 16 year old um you know when really because that could dent his confidence as well obviously the doncaster match will have done him the world of good mm-hmm. but it's a different fish isn't it away at, at, at bolton if, if you look at the stats for the match um it tells a bit of a story, doesn't it? Both teams had eight shots. We had two on target. They had one on target. Um, they had nearly twice as many passes as us. But in fairness, we were happy with them having the ball and trying to play it long. Um, something completely different, though, this Saturday, isn't it? You know, Morecambe are struggling. And and, and that's no, no disrespect to, to, to Morecambe. But um, you look at where they are in the table. Um, you look at the form table. Would you make any changes down for that? Would you say this is maybe the sort of match where you started Josh Martin to try and get his confidence up? Well, if any, what changes would you make? Let's you go first, Steve, because otherwise you'll just copy Ian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that were that were a little bit below belt that one. But anyway, now I'll leave it at that. Um, personally, would I start uh, JLo? No, probably not. I would like to see. You're going to go with Devante Cole and Atchison for myself up front. Um, I'd like to see Josh Martin start, and if you want to call it that Thomas role. But having said that, if you want to mix it up a bit, Nicky Cadden was supposed to be best crosser at ball last season. So is is there an argument for playing Zikesh and Nicky Cadden on the left-hand side? Yeah. I like it. I would think so. I mean, you look at that that one decent chance we had near the end for that Norwood header was a Cadden cross and it was an absolute peach. And I'd I'd love him to do more of that. And I do, I think I think that would be a, a good um a good prospect on Saturday because Markham they're not scoring many goals. They are bottom of the league. I mean they're not getting tanked every week, but um um they don't score many and they don't score many at home either. So I think with our defence. Probably one goal for us will do it on Saturday. Um, 
that they've got Cole Stockton up front who scored 26 in 50 last last season and hasn't it hasn't scored in 11 this season so they are struggling um and I can see it being a bit like the Fleetwood away game really it's going to be a it's going to be hard work but I think one will probably will do it on Saturday um but yeah I'd, I'd like to see a little bit just to mix it up because I, I just don't think it's kind of working at the minute so why not change it and one or two little tweaks up front might just make make the difference mm. they if, if you look at the form table so this is the last six matches uh Barnsley 11 points plus four goal difference Morecambe four points minus six so if you get that early goal you could then potentially go on and and when I say win comfortably, but they're very low on confidence. So unless they go, was it a one-one draw against Burton? I believe they had yeah. um, at the um, at the weekend. And when I spoke to their podcast last week, they were saying that it's it's just not working. And and Barnsley to them is seen as one of the bigger clubs, and and you know they they want to avoid. Um, you know, going down in in, in well, large numbers, I suppose, at home. And. Um, where are we then? Because I know we talk about Lekechi, because I know we talked about uh, Nicky Cadden. So he, he started Edwards, Benson, Connell and Lekechi. That was sort of like the, the four down the middle. Um, where Where is Kane in, in your train of thought at the moment? I'll do Ian first so Steve can talk, think about what he wants to say without all the swear words of mentioning any fan clubs. <laughs> um, where's Kane? I know which brain is on. It's not on ours. <laughs> um, I think Connell and Benson worked really well on Saturday. Yes, from an offensive point of view, it didn't quite work, but they put the work rate in. They were cut. They, they, like I said, they, they worked the socks off. And I, I picked them two every time uh, over him. He's probably good to come on for 20 minutes or something near the end. Um, and I liked Edwards on the right. I thought he, he did a great job. He stopped a hell of a lot of crosses and chances he was far um far better at defensively than i think jordan williams yeah um yeah. and i would have him on the right and cadden on the left of the of the three then the three center halves but i think kane i just think benson and connell have got that energy um i wouldn't i wouldn't rest them just yet i'd, I'd be playing I'd, i've got to be careful because we've got markham and Lincoln in the space of about three or four days so you Kane might feature in one of them he might have to rest some depending on how it goes on Saturday um but yeah I would Connell and Benson for me are gonna start and, and uh, Steve partnerships are really important on I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At the back, you know, last season, Helic and Anderson, and they got the understanding and they make each other better players. 
it's important and in the centre of our midfield that Connell and Benson get that understanding, know where they are, one goes forward, one goes back. Um, your thoughts on Kane? You're not going to move Benson, although he's not. He's, he's dropped off boil a little bit this last couple of games, I feel. Um, Luca Connell, I thought, had a brilliant game and obviously wanted to fate everybody at end, which was, you know, we love it, don't we? You know, as long as we fans, we love that sort of attitude, little bit of shithousery, come on, you know, spot on. Um, but I think, for me, and I, it's not a personal vendetta or anything against Kane, because he did, you know, he showed some good games for Donny a couple of years back. He apparently had a really good season with Oxford. But he's doing nothing that, entire, that excites me or anything like that. For me, you've got the likes of Adam Phillips that would be would come in before before Kane even steps into into uh, subs bench. Um, you know, Undermark, from what we've seen of him in midfield, for me, he's still in front of Herbie Kane. I think we've got at this moment in time the way Kane's playing or not playing, whichever way you want to look at it I think he's dropped out midfield pecking order there's three or four in front of him for me Have, have you got a headset on Steve? Because there's a, a load of echo coming through Echo? I don't know if it's just on my side but there's like a, a lot of feedback and it's always valuable information, Steve. And I don't want that being interfered by, by feedback, because you're worth Can so you much more. Now? <laughs> Can you hear me better now? It's still there. Have, have you got the feedback, Ian? No. Oh, so no. it's not me not then. Oh. <laughs> you can stick your dolphin's beak then, don't you? <laughs> um, I know we said uh, defensively we've done really well, but can we just... So to pay some credit, though, um, you spoke, Steve, a couple of weeks ago about Kundi, and, you know, you weren't fully sure, but um, that trio now picks itself, doesn't it? Surely. Because um, Liam Kitchen going forward can add a little bit. I think sometimes he's like one of them dogs that you walk in the park and then they go off the lead and it's like a greyhound, isn't it? It just keeps, keeps running. Anderson is a captain, absolutely amazing, and hasn't said a foot wrong. And Kundi has just, I think, it looks like those three at the back have been playing with each other for a couple of seasons. So just a word on our defence, Steve. Uh, no, I agree with what you're saying. I was definitely unsure about Kundi. At the beginning, I thought he was slow. I thought it was like turning an oil tanker. But he seems to, perhaps he's got match fit now. Uh, he's looking solid. He's looking strong in challenges. Uh, I know Kitchen comes in for a bit of stick, but you know what? These last three or four games, Kitchen has been, been one of our best attacking players. He's been picking ball up, he's running with ball, he's taking players on, and uh, and he's, he's, he's passing, actually, at, at times is woeful, to be honest. But every now and again, he picks one out, and it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a perler. So, yeah, at the minute, that back three... You just, you know, you can't split them up. And Anderson, as Ian says, is head and shoulders above probably 99% of central defenders in first division. And mm. um, Ian, important period coming up. Three matches in the space of sort of like eight days, I suppose. League form-wise then, if, if you look at Exeter, and that was probably, you know, a little bit of a blip. But, uh, you know, Charlton was a good result. 
Fleetwood was a good result. Bolton away and nil nil is a decent result. Um, Morecambe is it's easy to say oh bottom of the league. You know what I mean? Like oof, we'll get, not as easy as it. But then obviously we've got Forest Green coming up as well. What what would you be targeting realistically? Looking at where we are in the table, you know, with busy period coming up. Um, is it a case of nine points, three matches? Has to be. I I would go seven. Um, I had a chat with um, Lincoln fan today for a, a podcast, and they last few games have really kind of become very tight and uh, hard to beat and hard to break down. I don't think that'll be an easy game, Lincoln, on um, Tuesday. I think we should be going to no disrespect to Markham. Should be going to try and get getting three points there. Forest Green at home, we've struggled against promoted sides at home, but I'd like to think we put them to the sword. I think the Lincoln game is going to be the tough one because they play five at the back and they will sit in and they will um, they will be hard to beat. Um, be interesting to see they've got Wednesday at home on Saturday, but they, they won at Ipswich at the weekend. Um, so I think of the three games, Lincoln will be the tough one. Um, going off that, so I would go beat Markham um, and draw Lincoln, and then beat Forest Green. Um, Steve, this week also sort of draw obviously for the um, the FA Cup. We're going back to Bolton. Uh, we might as well make it a trio. We'll play him in the Peter Trophy as well later on. Um, it, it, it's always awkward FA Cup when it's sort of like November. It's the third round where it sort of like gets really interesting, but. Is it priority, do you think, for him? Uh, I think, I'll be honest, I think every game's priority for him. Um, I think this all stems from that very first game against Lincoln in uh, Pizza Trophy when we were particularly shocking. And and we said, you know what, it's them sort of games, yeah, you can try your younger players and, and try out different things, which he is doing. Um, and to be honest, you know, would you be happy with pizza win? Yeah, of course you would. That'd be a nice... We've done it before. Why not do it again? FA Cup, a nice run up to the third round, get a big boy at home, make a few quid. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, if we can get some money in for January, maybe maybe that might, you know, bring in a couple of, a couple of newer players. Who knows? So... You know what? It's it's like they always say: concentrate on league and anything else as a bonus. But I think I think Duff would like a good run in FA Cup if we can get it. Um, Pizza Trophy will be whatever it'll be. If we get through next round, you know it's it's something we can win. If we don't get through next round, again you can come out with a mortal phrase: well, we're concentrating on league. Um, I mean, thing is with Bolton. If football's crap, we can always watch scrap at end, can't we? So that'll be all right. <laughs> and I, I suppose a, a winning mentality is is what you need in a, in, a, in a young squad like this. Lots of new players coming in. There's no better way to... Um, I, I saw on social media that they spent, was it a day or whatever, like in the Pennine somewhere with somebody from the armed forces doing team bonding exercises. And, 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 and it's going the right way, isn't it? On the pitch, it, they look more and more week in, week out as a unit. And I think if anything gels 11 individuals together, it's it's a winning run, isn't it, Ian? Yes. And I'd seen I'd seen that stuff that the club had put out. And I think that's a great thing because they'd done the National the Mining Museum as well thing they'd done last month or something. Yeah. And you, you only have to look at the, 
the defense, well, from, certainly from like the team and defensive side of things on Saturday, they all fought for each other. When it did get a bit bubbling, because it did bubble a few times, they all jumped in and helped each other out and prepared to kind of pump chests out and try, you know, and fight for one another. There's clearly a team bonding going on there. And it is good. And like you say, it'll just take time on it. We're only middle of October. He's only been here since July, Duff. But already you can just see um, the fans love him. You know, he come, comes over fist pumping at the end and stuff. And you can just see that the, the, the squad is coming together. Uh, complete polar opposite to last season. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so just to close off then, and we'll let Ian go first for this one. Um, let, let's do the next two. Um, so Morecambe and Lincoln. Uh, a final scorer, a score result, and uh, the first Barnsley goal scorer in each, please, Ian, because we might as well be really precise and take one match at a time. So Morecambe away. <laughs> the result? 2-0 Reds. First goal scorer. You know... If he plays him, I just think Norwood. I don't know why. I just think Norwood. Because he just seems to pop up every now and again, just as we slate him, he scores. <laughs> um, I'll go 3-0, Devante Cole. Steve? Well, no doubt you'll say then that I'm copying you this time, so I'm <laughs> going to go 3-0. Do you know what? I think Madge is due a goal. I think it'll be a corner. First half corner, Madge, back post, bang, get in. You right. said that for Bolton. Are you, you going to say that for every game? And then when it happens, you're going to go, look, I said it. The, the year is 2039. <laughs> uh, Tuesday night. Now, I, there's rumours Steve might be working and therefore he can't attend. But uh, Lincoln at home. Uh, obviously, Tuesday night kickoff, a like, quarter to eight kickoff. Um, I'll go first for this one. I will go for a 1 1. And I will go. For Norwood in this one for the Barnsley equaliser. I think Lincoln will open the scoring, Barnsley will equalise. Steve. Well, funnily enough, Steve is working <laughs> again. It's no good. This other time, Lark, is an absolute anyway. Um, but Steve is good at match because he's going straight from work. So don't worry about that. Uh, I'm going to go 2 0 to the Reds just to pee on your Aspreys. And the first goal scorer will be Josh Benson because I think he'll start to come back into a bit of form. Nice. Um, I think it'll be 1 1. And I'll go for. Herbie Kane, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go Anderson. Anderson. Oh, that's too. Pressure. Oh, you're just copying me now, are you? You're just copying me. Anderson. <laughs> Pressure on back the big post, day. Post corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just before we finish that, a quick word about our evening that is in the middle of being organised. It looks like it will be... Um, I forgot the date. Great. Uh, is it 27th, 20... 27th of January? Yes. Yes. Um, the it's night the, before the Wednesday game. It's it? the night before the Wednesday game. I'm waiting for final confirmation for the venue, but hopefully it'll be a large workingman's club with a huge car park very near Oakwell. Um, we are in, dare I say, negotiations with an ex-manager that really, really, really well for the Reds. It says so in his recently published book. Um, we have spoken to the club 
to see if a member of the coaching staff can attend. And the first confirmed, um, we always like to have somebody from the press, somebody from the present, and somebody sort of like neutral. So Adam Oxley from BBC Radio Sheffield is uh, definitely one of the confirmed guests. Um, money we raise on that evening, because we normally do a raffle, will go... Uh, to the Liam Jones Legacy, which is a charity that we have supported for a long, long time here on the Reds Report. Um, and uh, it'll be the three musketeers that you've listened to this evening. So Ian, Steve and myself will be hosting the evening. Um, we might do if it like sober. we did tonight. Only with... if sober. <laughs> <laughs> we might put Steve behind the screen so there is no echo and there's no problem with his, uh, <laughs> with his Wi-Fi. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ian, you're coming over, aren't you, for this one? Yes, I think me and my lad's going to come over. We'll stay over and then stay for the Wednesday game on the Saturday, as long as they don't change that till a Sunday. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll head back after the Wednesday game. But yeah, looking forward to it. It sounds good. We, we could have your lad in the green room entertaining the guest. And I don't mean like this joke here, but he could talk to him and then bring him <laughs> onto the stage. Uh, you've been listening to the Reds Report with Ian Hope from the Tigers blog, Steve Andrews. From Steve Andrews and Dolphins Beak Extraordinary. That's the one. <laughs> Powered by the Vespa Barsley and part of the Talksport network of podcasts. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.